Welcome to the Pursuit of Now podcast. I'm Chase. And I'm Katrina. And let the pursuit begin. Yo. 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 I threw Chase off because he usually starts. But today I'm starting and welcome back, beautiful people. Did you just did you just hijack my intro? You know what? I decided I'm taking over. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, welcome to the Pursuit of Now um, with your host, Chase Aldridge. And today I got a very special guest along with me, and that is Treen. <laughs> yeah, except I'm the main host and he's the co-host. Interesting. Okay. We're going to talk you. about this later. Thank you. We're going to talk about this outside the podcast. Okay. Okay. Great. Well, Treen, since you hijacked my entire show, why don't you open us up then? Okay, so hello, welcome back. Um, if you've made it to our seventh episode, shout out to you. You're a real one. Love ya. Love you. So this episode, I'm so excited for. Last episode, I was not that excited for because it was about finances. And this week, it's about my passion, which is fitness. Working on my fitness. He's my, my witness. witness. So we're going to talk about how to build muscle, how to create a workout split or just like different mm. workout split options. Tell them, girl. <laughs> Tell girl, get out of here. I'm just kidding. And we're going to talk about gym etiquette. Mm-hmm. If you're like new to the gym, um, we're going to tell you what not to do so that, um, you know, we spread the good word. Yeah. And, and you so, don't become yeah. that person in the gym because you don't want to become that person. You don't, you don't, yeah. Nope, you don't want that. So, And then we're going to talk about just some random other little tidbits, and that's going to be the pod. I love that. That was a good intro. Thank you. Good job. Thanks. Proud of you. I'm hyped up on caffeine, and I'm drinking French toast latte, holla. Mm. Without the cinnamon. Hashtag anything espresso goes. You, d- you are not either right now. <laughs> Did you throw in a team plug? You know what? Chase has been like running the show and it's time that the ladies step Whoa. up. Whoa. And I'm taking over. Treen did say she was like, okay, last episode was your episode. So next episode is going to be mine episode. Mine episode. Mine episode. Yeah, that's great grammar. It's going to be my episode. And you definitely took over. So yeah, I'm taking over. This is your episode. Okay. So we got to get into our first little intro bit that we do, which is... What has been your small, you're just smiling at me, that's cute. What has been your small moment of joy this week? Don't call me cute on the podcast. Okay, I'm sorry. Gross. Gross, yeah. Okay, what's been your small moment of of joy this week? Small moment of joy. Well, I got pulled over. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So that was cool. Okay, tell me why. I'm like 30 minutes into telling Chase about my day at work. And then he's like, oh, yeah, nothing really crazy happened to me today. Like, whatever, just a day in the life. And then later on, he's like, oh, by the way, um, I opened us an investment account. And also, I got pulled over. And then yesterday, he's like, oh, I almost got robbed today. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been an interesting week for sure. But it's it's been going all good. But, yeah, I did get pulled over. Um, all good. Yeah. No, it was all good. But, um, yeah, I got pulled over and I was sitting there. Uh, cop walks up and he immediately recognizes me. (laughs) 
Of course. I didn't know he recognized you. Yeah, yeah, he recognized me. He was like, he came up and he's like, oh my gosh. Are you that guy from that podcast? What is that? Oh my gosh. He was like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he had to think about it for a second. He's like, Chase, right? And I was like, yeah. It's like, yeah, man, how are you doing? And he was like, <laughs> man, I'm doing great. He's like, I'm so sorry, Mr. Aldridge. Don't mean to take a bunch of your time today. He's like, but your tags were expired. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, listen, I'll get my tags renewed when I feel like it. And he was like, no, I totally get it. No big deal at all. Yeah, that's totally what happened. Yeah. And then he's like, here, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then he went back to his car. And then it took a few minutes. I'm sitting there. I was like, okay, what is this guy doing for real? And then he came back and he gave me $100. Oh, cool. Yeah. And he was wow. like, you know what? For all of this, like, whole pulling you over thing, he's like, I'm just going to go ahead and pay to get your tags renewed for you. Mm. So here's 100 bucks. And I was like, okay. Wow. No that's problem. the power of yeah. the pod. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> It was it was pretty great. Um, I really thought you were serious for a minute. I was like, <laughs> "Wait, you didn't tell me that? Who, like, how'd you know him?" No. <laughs> I was so invested. Yeah, no, okay. that didn't happen at all. Phil. All right, tell tell us your small moment moment of joy. Okay, um, my small moment of joy is I didn't think about it either until just now. <laughs> so this is um, this is off the cuff right now. Uh, I did have something in mind, and then, like, I totally drew a blank as soon as you asked me. Mm. Hold on. You want me to go first? Yeah, you better go first. Okay, well, this week was my first full week back to my job, and so that's always a shock, being going back to work five days a week. Um, But, you know, I'm trying to reframe it in my head a little bit, and I'm trying to tell myself, I get to challenge myself every day. In my job, like anytime yeah, something like stressful happens, I'm just like, you know what? I get to grow and challenge myself and yeah. improve, you know? Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to change my mindset to. But I mean, other than that, um, obviously it's a holiday on Monday. And so I get a day off work and yeah. And I'm going to get an oil change, which is super mundane and boring and lame, but I'm happy to get it done, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it needed to happen for sure. <laughs> yeah, so, and yeah, today we're going to hang out with friends, and I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, what did we do last weekend? That's a great question. I feel like we did something last weekend, and I'm drawing a blank. Oh, you went to um, our friends to watch the Chiefs game. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was a good time. Um, did that last weekend. Super grateful to see those friends. Yeah, it was um, like friends that like you hadn't seen in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen them in a while. And so that was fun. And then I feel like we did something else, and I'm completely drawing a blank on it. It's going to drive me nuts because I had it in my head. Um, but overall, I think I'm just thankful because um, I powered through this week. I got all my workouts in, so I felt really uh, good about myself and everything I got done. Um, I was really proud of myself because on Monday it was like a hellacious day and I was pretty exhausted after work. And so that, why are you laughing? I'm laughing because you just used the word hellacious. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like that word? It's just funny. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was a hellacious day at work. Uh, it was a very busy work week for me and I was so tired when I got home and I was like, like, I know I need to go to the gym. Like I don't feel like it, but I did it anyways, even though I didn't feel like it. So 
I'm super proud of that. Um, of course, I'm just happy that I'm healthy and things are going well in, in terms of that. And, you know, we got a roof over our head. We got food on the table. And so, of course, I'm grateful um, for all of that, all the small things. Blink-182. There you go. Yeah. That wasn't <laughs> that good of a, <laughs> of a <laughs> grateful thing. But I swear I had something in my head and then I completely forgot. I blanked out. So, well, rookie mistake. It's okay. Next week you better do better, though. Yeah, I know. I better I'm think it kidding. through a little bit <laughs> more next week. But We have a lot to be grateful for. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yep. So, of course... Make sure you do that exercise as well. What are you grateful for? Think about it right now and talk to yourself right now and pause the podcast. Mm. Take a couple deep breaths while you're at it. It's good for you. Yeah. There you go. I, pr- I promise one day I'm going to lead a meditation on here. Yeah, that'd be cool. You want so, to right now? Not really. I'm going to fold my legs. <laughs> okay. So let's get into what we're gonna be talking about today so mm. oh mm. get out of here <laughs> chase is humming i got my legs folded yes chase is meditating he needs it yep. today i needed it okay oh you know what i had another one small moment of joy and then we'll move on and yeah. i'm not gonna say how much time we're in because chase yeah don't said, say it chase said that i point out how much time we've been talking like every 20 minutes and i'm gonna stop doing that yeah but another i really enjoyed last night last night when we were like on our way to um get food mm-hmm. and we were just talking about things in our life that are so nice that we do um when okay i'm kind of messing this up things that we are completely in the moment for so Mm -hmm. like i'm completely in the moment when i'm like reading chase is completely in the moment when he's like golfing we were just having a conversation of like we want to do more of those things that like we are just completely in the moment oh yeah because it's so peaceful and that's why we i mean that's why i like working out so much because you just, you don't think about anything else. You're, you're present, you're mindful, you're focusing on the exercise and mind to muscle connection. And yeah, you know, it's just, it's yeah. super therapeutic. You just keeps you right there focusing at the task at hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think of more things that like more hobbies and things that we can add. Um, Mountain biking. Like, Mountain biking, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one because if you aren't focused on it, then you're probably going to die. Exactly. I mean. Yeah, you got to be in the moment hardcore or there's serious consequences. Yeah. Um, Yeah, mountain biking is good. Golf is good. Um, Antrine's going to come golfing with me. So that's going to be fun because she's going to read her book. I'm so excited. I saw this on TikTok, but um, so... This girl was like, so my boyfriend loves to golf and I love to read. And so it's a win-win because I'll go with him golfing so he can golf. But then I'm reading my book, sipping an iced coffee. It's a nice day, getting toted around on the golf cart. Yep, out in nature. Out in nature. Like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm so Birds excited Birds are chirping. Like, sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up. Good idea. Sign so, me up. There you go. Sign me up. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Do you want to say sign me up one more time? Sami. Okay. <laughs> well, let's, okay, let's move. Let's get into. Yeah, I'll um, let you transition us. Our content, content. for the cast today. Mm-hmm. So, 
let's talk about tips for building muscle. So the first tip that we are going to talk about is something that's called progressive overload. Mm, yeah, so if you want to get it. yoked, <laughs> you want to get so swole, then you need to listen to this podcast. Because just by listening to this podcast, by the end of it, you're going to be yoked as you've ever been. Is that right, Trina? For sure. Mm-hmm. So what is progressive overload, you might ask? Mm, Progressive overload in very simple terms is increasing the stress placed on your body so that you're forcing your muscles to adapt and grow. Mm. That's literally the idea of it. And there's lots of different ways that you can progressively overload. Yep. Chase, do you Mm -hmm. want to talk about some of those ways? Yeah, we can do that. And I think to kind of, uh, you know, a little prerequisite to oh, understanding yes. the building muscle processes, you have to understand how does muscle grow, right? Scientifically. How does So it? I think we should touch on that first and then talk about how to progressive overload. So that way you can get that process underway. Because I think a lot of people when they get started out, like they think things like, okay, like I want big biceps. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go train biceps five days a week. And do a bunch of bicep curls every single day I'm in the gym, right? Mm. Yeah, but most people don't understand that. And this is gonna might come as a shock, okay? Okay. But more is not better in the gym. Not always. No, it's, it's, it's not better in the gym. Like period? Like period is just not better? Correct. Period. And okay. I'll explain why. So okay. that way you know and... To get those big biceps and to get yoked, you just got to follow these steps. But this is how you build muscle. This is the process for muscle hypertrophy. This is what you got to do, okay? You go into the gym, right? Mm-hmm. You're about to get that bicep work in. Mm-hmm. So you pick up the bar and you start doing some bicep curls, right? Mm-hmm. So what is happening is you are breaking down your muscle fibers. You are actually... Creating micro tears tear them apart. in your muscle fibers. Literally, you are breaking it down. Okay? Okay. Now, you go home. You're feeling good. You got a nice muscle pump. You go home, and then you're going to get some good night's sleeps. You're going to focus on your nutrition and resting up. And then what is happening is your body is now in recovery mode. And it's starting to build back those muscle fibers that you were breaking down in the gym. Right? Mm. Mm-hmm. And so, once they build back and they recover, that is when they grow bigger and that is when they grow stronger. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice explanation. Yep. And that whole process is called protein synthesis. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. It builds back bigger, stronger. And then... What is that song? And it's like, da 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 don't kill me. Could only make, make me, me stronger. stronger. All right, go ahead. You do it now. That's how long I've been on you. So basically, so think about <laughs> it like this. And that whole process can take like typically up to 48 hours or so, um, you know, to like succeed. So that's why you'll typically feel a ton of soreness after you work out for a good span of 48 hours typically. Um, but... That's why it is important to understand you're not building muscle in the gym. You are building muscle when you recover. Therefore, 
if you're going in the gym and you're training your biceps every day and you're thinking that that's helping you, it's actually not because you're not allowing your biceps to recover and build back bigger and stronger. You're tearing them up. And then the next day you're going and you're tearing them up again. And the next day you're going, you're tearing them up again. You're not ever allowing them to then recover and build back bigger and stronger. Yeah, I love that. So basically, like recovery is super underrated. Recovery is so important. Yep. You do not build muscle in the gym. You build it through your sleep and through your nutrition and getting yourself back in shape. Now you can. Okay, hold on. Let me take back what I said previously. (laughs) Because you said period like you can never do that. You actually can train like your biceps every day with one exception. What's that exception? You're on steroids. Oh my gosh, get out of here. That's the only way because steroids, what they allow you to do is recover way faster. So that's why those individuals like bodybuilders and stuff, they can train longer per day. Not all bodybuilders are on steroids. (laughs) (laughs) Are they? Chase is laughing at me. Are you serious? Oh, I don't, I wouldn't like assume that. We don't know their lives. Okay. Well, Chase says yes. I say we don't know their life. Come on now. Okay. You well. do not get that big. Well, it depends. Like, there's multiple types of bodybuilding. Yeah. Like, there's, types. I mean, like, some if you're just doing, like, um, like swimsuit or, um, like, classic physique, I think. I don't really know the different types of bodybuilding. But we'll have to look into there's that. Different, That'll yeah, be an episode. There's different types of it to where probably not. But the, like, really big, like, actual Like, giant bodybuilding, norm. Like, think like yeah, giant you can't get that way people. naturally. Okay. No fair, way. Fair. Fair. No way. Um, that'd be cool if you could, but no, that ain't happening. Um, um, I do want to pause. Can we pause for a second? We can pause. Okay. So I do just, I forgot to say this in the beginning, but just, I wanted to put another disclaimer out there that we are not personal trainers and yeah, we're idiots. I would not like anything that we say, like don't, yeah, probably, (laughs) you know, take it for a grain of salt. This Um, is just. Okay, this is just um, what we've learned so far in our experience and just in our research and with our obsession of fitness. Mm. So yep. one day I think it'd be cool. I, I would love to get um, certified in personal training. Yeah. Like one summer, since I have summers off, I want to like make that a goal of mine and then I can start like doing like workout classes or something. Yeah. Who knows if cool. I'll actually do that, but it is like a little thing that I've thought about before. Um, but until then, we are just speaking from experience and the hours and hours and hours of research that I've personally done from people that are certified. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just taking a bunch of stuff that I learned off YouTube and then I'm just telling you all about it. Pretty much. <laughs> well, and you, I mean, now I, you yeah. did take some classes in college, though. Yeah, right? like I was in college for it and. So that, but I learned more, so more, like just on my own. Because you were like exercise science. I was super obsessed with it. Yeah, I was super obsessed with it. So I learned all the stuff that I can and yeah, everything else. So no, I have a good base knowledge of it. But yeah, still I'm an idiot, so I probably wouldn't listen to us. But anyways, (laughs) I just wanted to I just wanted to remind people that like yeah, it's just a disclaimer. Because sometimes we come out kind of aggressive out the gate, like "Ah, ah, ah," do this, yeah, do this. But anyways. Uh, but yeah, that's how muscle building works. So now you understand like, oh, like I want biceps, want bigger biceps, like going and training your biceps every day in the gym is not helpful for getting you there. You got to let the muscles recover 
and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about training splits later on. But now that we get that, now we can start talking about progressive overload, which is some methods that you can use in the gym to make sure that you don't stall out, you don't hit a plateau, and you continue to build muscle and get stronger. Yeah, yeah, I was about to interrupt you, but... Yeah, just continuing to challenge your body and put more stress on your muscles so that they are forced to evolve, to grow, to change. Yep, because what happens is is your muscles continuously adapt. So if you go into the gym and you continue to do like the same exercises over and over and over again, you do the same split over and over and over again, um, and you're using the same weights, uh, it'll work for a period of time, but eventually your muscles are going to adapt and you're going to stop seeing progress. So then you can use some of these methods that we're talking about to make sure that you get over the hump. Uh, But what is method number one, Trini? So the first, well, I think that there's probably like a ton of ways to progressive overload. And you can think about this like outside of weightlifting too. But for our podcast, like this episode, we're just referring to weightlifting. Yeah. um, Really, but you can progressive overload with any exercise Mm -hmm. um, that you're doing. But for building muscle with through weightlifting um the first thing is like the most obvious basic thing but adding more weight as you go for each exercise that you're doing so that means like every week or every couple weeks whatever trying to add a little bit more weight whether that's two and a half pounds on each side five pounds on each side etc that is like a really simple way to track it i would say yeah um currently right now the way i'm doing trying to do this because it is we can talk about this all day but it is it is really hard to stay consistent with that and stay consistent tracking progressive overload Mm -hmm. would you agree yeah because you can't just go on based on how you feel because you're going to have more energy on some days you're going to have you know, you ate more carbs that the night before, or you got more sleep or you're Mm -hmm. just whatever. So it's going to fluctuate. But, um, the thing that I'm doing, cause we forgot to talk about our current fitness goals. Yeah. Skipped it. Is, did you say skip it? No. So we skipped it. Oh, we skipped it. Okay. The thing that I'm doing, um, with one of my best friends, we are focusing on adding, and this is a big, this is a big thing, but we're focusing on adding 10 pounds each week to our compound, like one of our compound lifts. So my compound lift it, that I'm focusing on is hip thrust. So each week for the week of January, I've been adding 10 pounds. So I started at 135 and then the I added 145 for the first week. And then this week I'm at 155. And after this episode, I actually have to go lift that again. Yep. Um, I get to go lift that again. And then next week I'll do 165 and she's focusing on deadlifts and doing the same. So yeah, that's one way, but it mm. is really, I mean, you have to be super intentional about wanting to record what you did last week to ensure that you're doing more this week, if that makes sense. Yep. Yep. Take a no- notebook with just you to the under- gym. Or use your notes app on your phone or something to where you can record it. Um, and or I think an a app. Note, yeah, or there's apps too. Um, but notebook is always really cool too, I feel like, because it kind of keeps you away from your phone, which is nice. Um, of course, you got to have music going. There's people that come to our gym <laughs> that don't have music. Like, 
what in the world are you doing? That is a serial <laughs> like killer trait. Yeah. Like you have to li- be listening to something. Yeah, right? that is crazy. Like I'm I like, listen- what are you doing? Like, I know. How are you just listening to yourself breathe you heavily? Just to- like, <sighs> get. <laughs> <laughs> like that so, is so odd i mean do your thing but man I mean, that I takes a different a, kind of discipline right there because that that's impressive it does i listen to podcasts sometimes and that it like switches it up from mm-hmm. music but listening to nothing could never be me yep yep and on the progressive overload thing um adding weight is great but just know like uh when you're looking at it that way like there's eventually gonna you can't just always add weight only (laughs) like there's a point in time where you're not gonna be able to like you can't just progressively just week after week adding and adding more weight that's why there's these other strategies but also i think this is a good time to kind of talk about um rep ranges Mm. um because i think a lot of people get hung up on this and i think this is even something from watching your training style too that would be important to touch on i'm not judging you i'm just saying okay oh i guess gave him a Barely. look yeah you, she just gave me a look like oh you better just stop right now in your tracks um but anyways <laughs> uh rep ranges so uh when we're saying like reps and sets and stuff like that um so a set is typically here like four sets of 12 or something which means you're gonna do 12 repetitions of that exercise four times yeah okay? with rest in between yep with rest in between so that's what we're meaning when we say reps so i think a lot of people especially in the beginning like we get hung up and i do too like this is something that i really need to work on is like you get hung up on like hitting the number right and it's like okay doing 12 reps so then you do 12 reps and then you're done and you put the weight down and you move on and you just kind of get hung up on the number right even if it was easy even if you just pushed right through it it was no problem it's like well that was what i planned so i did it yeah exactly so done and oh yeah, I do this. I've oh my gosh, yeah. Like I, I'm such a bad uh, victim of this. Like I struggle with this too. Um, but the point of a rep range, and um, really, it should be like you should give yourself like an actual range. So like instead of just saying 12 reps, like say 10 to 12 reps. And the point of training in that rep range means that you are using a weight that is adequate enough that you are like about to reach failure within that 10 to 12 rep range. Right, so, so it like, shouldn't be like pumping out 12 and it was super easy and then I move I move on to the next thing. Yeah, and I so. was I was going to say that your last like two reps should be very difficult. And look, I'm preaching to the choir right now because I need to work on this. Yep. It's it's hard. Everybody gets hung up in that like especially when you first get started. It's like, okay, like you're just trying to get through it. Yeah. Or we have those days sometimes where we just don't, we're just not feeling it. And we're just trying to get through the workout. And, and that's so you gonna, hit your 12 and move on. And that's going to happen too. And like, not to say that's a bad thing. Cause like, honestly, you still showed up and you still got through a workout like that. It, that consistency is like more important. Mm-hmm. Um, like me then, on Monday. Yeah. Then that's like exactly what it was on Monday. Like. Yeah. I was like, I was struggling. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I was so tired. I remember. Mm-hmm. And I took pre-workout and like somehow I was more tired after I took (laughs) pre-workout. I was like, this is not working. And yeah, I I was in the gym and I was just struggling, but I just, you know, got through it. It wasn't the greatest of workouts, but at least you get the workout in. Yeah. And that's why it's also important to like, when you do have a lot of energy and you are feeling like, like super motivated, 
or not, not even super motivated, but you just feel like you do have the energy to push yourself, like take advantage of those days. Cause I think, I think that makes a big difference over time. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, the rep range thing is important. Um, especially when it comes to progressive overload, because that's how you should look at like increasing your weight. So like week one, um, uh, there's a, there's a word for this, um, uh, periodization is what it's called. So, um, maybe you start in your first week and you start in like the higher rep ranges. So you might train 10 to 12 reps week one and you're doing bench press, for example, and then you come back week two and you lower it a little bit. So now you're in the eight to 10 rep range. So of course you're going to be increasing your weight to where you are about to fail in that rep range. And then again, week three, you're at six to eight and then you get heavier and then you kind of start over and, um, and just kind of repeat that process. And that's how you can continue to build strength in those rep ranges and continue to keep adding in those weights. Uh, the reason I was bringing up you is because <laughs> I know out. this is, um, because I know for you, like you would, you always would lift in the very like, uh, high, high rep ranges. Yeah. Like you were always like, Oh man, I lifted so heavy today. Like I had this weight and I did 20 reps with it. And I'm like, no, that ain't heavy. <laughs> Like, you like do if so you're much doing 20 <laughs> reps with it, it's not heavy weight for you. Like you could do so much more if you just try to hit those lower rep ranges. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, like I think that I really enjoy lifting and like, I would say like eight to 12 now. Cause mm-hmm. I used to be like, when I first started, I would be like 15, 15 reps, 20 yeah. reps, Till failure, but then it's like till failure, I'd be like 25 reps later. Yeah. Which is crazy. But I feel like at some point, like you do have to just do what you enjoy. And I feel like I like the higher rep range. I, yeah, I enjoy like, I would say like eight to 12, um, the eight to 12 range. So it also depends on what your goals are too, because if you're training more for like hypertrophy and muscle growth, then you might want to stay kind of in the higher rep ranges. Yeah. Um, but if you're training for more strength, like I'm just trying to add weight to my bench press or my squat, then that's mm-hmm. when you might hit, you know, those lower rep ranges more often and take longer rest periods. So, you know, for it sure. kind of depends on what your goals are, but I think that it's good optimal to train in all rep ranges and kind of be more well-rounded. That's my approach anyways. Yeah. And I've, I've like, um, dipped into that a little bit, like rep ranges, like four to six, and honestly, I like love that rep range. See, now Chase loves it. I don't like I really I feel like I feel like when I lessen my weight and um, just a little bit so I can do like eight to 12, I feel like I can feel it more and I have more mind to muscle mm-hmm. connection. And that's that's like what I really love. Like I love feeling that burn. And it's just like whatever muscle you're working, you feel it like at, you're you're going down eccentric. I don't know how to say that. The eccentric. Yeah. And then yeah. you come back up and like that muscle. Do you know that what that working, one's called? Coming back up? Um, No. What is it called? Concentric. Concentric. Okay. So you're just, you really feel in the burn and you just feel it. Like it's a moderate weight. Like we're not just like lifting 10 pounds, but like you just feel it so much. That mm-hmm. is what I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hey, it's kept me consistent doing that. and But Chase is... Th- 
different. Like no, the only the reason I don't like ten to twelve rep range because it's too hard. Like I'm too tired. Like <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't have. I do not have endurance at all. Like even when I was in, I was a wrestler and like I was in wrestling shape. Like past round one, I'm out. Like I don't have. <laughs> like I have zero. Like if I didn't pin the person in round one, I was probably gonna lose the match. So I've just. Like, I'm not a built-for-endurance type of person, so um, that's really why I don't. I like lifting heavier and kind of being in those rep ranges. But, you know, of course, I train in every one of them. But um, Yeah, and you like building, like, strength, too. Yeah. Which I care about strength, but mostly I just want really big muscles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so adding weight is one way. Um, so we're going to kind of reel it back in. <laughs> yeah, we're reeling it reeling back in. Reeling it back in. Okay. So adding weights one way. And then what is another strategy you can use for progressive overload? So this kind of goes into what we were just talking about, but increasing your reps. So if you like do the same weight the next week, but you do two more reps, that's progressive overload. Mm. That's doing more than you did last week in a different way. Yep. That's a good one. And then the next one is one of my personal favorites, which is a great tip to try if you've never it tried this before. T-U-T. I'm dynamite. Time under tension. You get it? It's like T-U-T, but T-U-T. Time you just come off? under tension. Is that just off the dome? Off the dome. Ooh, that was too slick. Um, Tell us about T-U-T. Time under tension. So if you've never tried this strategy, you definitely should try this strategy. Um, to mix it up if you've been going to the gym for a while. Um, time under tension is exactly what it is. It's when you literally time how long you're going to do this exercise for you know a certain amount of sets. So, um, for example, if you're doing bicep curls, instead of saying we do four sets of 12 bicep curls, um, do four sets of 30 seconds long of bicep curls. So literally put your timer on, cranking out bicep curls for 30 seconds, as much as you can uh, do in that time frame, and then do that for a certain amount of sets. So uh, it's a great way to really progressively overload because yeah. it's going to be exhausting. It's not you're not necessarily worried about like hitting certain amount of reps. It's like you're going to go until that time runs out, and it's brutal. Yeah, and I also think about time under tension as like going slow and controlled within your movements. So sometimes it might be like written into my plan to do like three second eccentric um, like dumbbell squats or something. Mm -hmm. So that would mean like I'm holding a dumbbell and then as I'm going down, I'm going very slow and controlled. I'm going one, two, three. And then sometimes you might pause at the bottom and then you explode up. That's another way to challenge your body with with time. Yeah. Eccentric overload. Yeah. That's super important. Same thing with bicep curls. Because I'm talking about biceps a lot on this podcast. Chase only cares about his biceps. Yeah, that's else. all I care about. That's all I train and that's all I care about. <laughs> um, but yeah, focusing on that, you know, counting on the way down uh, during the eccentric portion of the lift and just making sure that you're getting a nice stretch. And it is brutal. Great way to overload um, for that as well. So yeah, time under tension. If you haven't tried it, give that a go. Yeah, you're going to be also, exhausted. Yeah, and it also makes working out fun, I feel like. Because like... Doing those little challenges, like you just, it's the same exercises, right? It's not like rocket science. It's the same thing, but you're just doing it in a little bit different way and you feel it more in your muscles and you're like, Ooh, that burns so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. anyways, okay. What's the next tip for building muscle? 
Um, let's talk about. We're gonna go into. Oh, oh, nope. Sorry, sorry. I read our little outline wrong because Treen doesn't really write these in a very readable way. Oh, sorry, honey. Love you so much. That was a dig. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of a dig. Um, but yeah, when you're trying to build muscle, um, of course we got to come back to your nutrition plan and what you got in place because you need to be making sure that your caloric intake is in a surplus. Especially your protein. Yep. And yeah, more important, your protein. So basically what that means, um, and you'll probably hear this quite often is like, are you in a caloric deficit or a caloric surplus? That basically means like whatever your maintenance calories are to maintain your weight. Then if you're going to be in a surplus, you're literally going to be, you know, 200 to 500 calories more than your maintenance. If you're in a deficit, then you're going to be 200, 500 calories below your maintenance calories. So um, that's what and that means. Can we just say this is the hardest part about building muscle? Yeah, yeah. I is eating. Yeah, it is so bad. Like I do not eat enough, and I know that with my metabolism, like I need to eat. If I want to grow my muscles, I need to eat, and I need to be prioritizing protein. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard. So if you have any tips, please reach out to me and let me know. Yeah. Well, especially because <laughs> like you're working, and it can be difficult to like have meals that's why like meal prepping is important which we don't do anymore um, but we used to be really disciplined about meal prepping yeah honestly we need to start again because i think it was and this doesn't have to do with meal prepping but i think it was like two days this week i almost like didn't need lunch because well that was just because i was really busy at work mm-hmm. um but i was like oh my goodness like i'm treating my body so badly like i mean i did eat eventually but uh, but you can't be fitting in like four it. or five meals <laughs> during the day. Like that can be a challenge. I know, for I know that is a challenge. And I feel like if I had a more flexible schedule, I mean, a lot of people can relate to this. Like most people are working mm-hmm. um, Monday through Friday. I mean, or whatever your schedule is. And it can be really hard to fit in eating, especially making sure you're getting a lot of protein in. Because I think it's like, is, aren't you supposed to get like one gram of protein per pound you weigh? Yeah, ideally. Yep. Yeah, I'm probably getting way less than that. Let's just say that. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> yep. And it's difficult. And another thing I want to touch on with this that I think is super important for people to understand is that a calorie is not a calorie is not a calorie. What does that mean? And that means that not all calories are created equal. So, <laughs> um, when it comes to like hitting that, what we're referring to is hitting that with good nutritious food. Mm-hmm. Um, not like, cause of course, you know, you can go, you know, hit up any McDonald's drive through and get a ton of calories in very easily. But again, you want to focus on fueling your, your body, not like just putting a bunch of, you know, a box of Twinkies isn't going to be the same as eating chicken and rice, you know, obviously. So, um, yeah. and the reason I want to say that is because whenever I kind of started on my journey in high school, of course, I was like 113 pounds, 120 pounds, and I was trying to put on muscle, and um, everybody just gave me really awful fitness advice, and they were like, no, like, you just need to eat as much as you possibly can, like, it doesn't matter what it is, like, pizza before bed, and just, you know, as much food as you can get in, I couldn't disagree with that more, Um, again, because if we're thinking about health, yeah, like, that's not going to make you feel better, it's not you know? Yeah. And you're not giving your body the, the nutrients they need to then grow, recover and build. Like 
you still need to be fueling your body. Even if you are a hard gainer, like what I would consider myself, you know, what I was definitely (laughs) being just that scrawny and skinny kid. Um, just eating a bunch of junk food is not going to be beneficial for muscle growth. Like, even if you just think about it logically, like, of course not. Like me, like finishing a workout and then like, you know, smashing some Twinkies versus me finishing a workout and eating some chicken breast and some rice or whatever the case, obviously like the chicken breast and actually eating a good wholesome amount of protein is going to be more beneficial for my body. Yeah. And that kind of gets into like macros, like, and your ratio of like carbs, fats, and proteins. And then you have like your micronutrients and we can definitely um, talk about that. We can do in a whole podcast episode. on that, but yeah. just keep that in mind. Um, just from a basic standpoint, like not all calories are created equal and that goes for losing weight as well. Um, not all calories are created equal Focus on eating healthy, nutritious food and you don't have to do it a hundred percent of the time. But even if you cleaned it up even a little bit and you ate right 20, 30% of the time, you're still going to be way better off. I can, I can assure you of that. Yeah. And we're currently trying no. to work on that ourselves. Oh, I thought you were about to say the time. No, no, no. I, didn't. Oh, I almost got you. I pointed to it because yeah. I was trying to tell you. I'm not going to say it though. It's a mystery. Look at look at your phone. Yeah, we can talk for a long time. Um, okay, what's tip number three? Tip so number three for building muscle. This, I mean, this is just so like basic, but just be consistent. Like, try to be consistent. Consistency is going to be the most important thing. Out of it doesn't all of happen this. overnight. <laughs> no matter how many commercials that you watch, they're like six pack in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You oh, yeah. know, get the body of your dream in just 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen that way, folks. I'm sorry. Let's let's all be honest with yeah. ourselves. Totes on forge. Yeah. That'd be nice if it did, but it just doesn't. So, yeah. And with consistency, like something that I just thought about is like, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, like have a backup plan for your bad days or like your days where you're not as energized. Like what's your backup plan going to be? Because realistically, you're not, you have this amazing workout split. You have these five exercises you're going to do, and this is your rep range and blah, blah, blah. But like, what happens if you're having a low energy day or you're really low on time or, you know, the other aspects of your life are needing more attention. And so like, what's your backup plan going to be so that you can stay consistent? For me, I did that this week. Cause I, I woke up late and I had like 30 minutes and I was like, you know what? I don't have time to do all these compound lifts with barbells and still feel like I got a good workout in, but you know what I can do? I can switch it up a little bit. I can use dumbbells, try to go heavy with the dumbbells and get a good 30 minute leg workout in. And that's my backup plan, you know? And I'm okay with that because at least I went and I stayed consistent. Right. With going. Yep. <laughs> okay. Not maybe not with like the exact weight or the exact exercises, but I don't know. I just feel like But half the battle's just showing up sometimes. It really is. And like I don't know. I've just like over the years gotten I've gotten a lot looser with that, um, and more understanding, um, and gentle with myself over that. And mm-hmm. it's helped me stay consistent. And keep in mind too, like how long have you stayed consistently training? What, five, six years? Uh, not quite like four and a half, oh, about four and a half years. So, yeah. and I'm talking very consistent. <laughs> like Trina has been super consistent. So I applaud you for that. Um, thanks babe. Because mine's wavered a little bit, but pretty much out of high school, I've 
basically been somewhat consistent throughout all through college and everything else. But yeah, so basically you don't have to do it a hundred. Just do it. S H I T T Y. Did you just cuss on the podcast again? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Moving on. Okay. Moving. Yeah. Moving right along. Let's talk about workout splits. Why don't we do it? What's your current workout split? Mm, 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 mm. Um, Okay. Wait, what is a workout split? Oh yeah. Yeah, what are we even talking about? Oh, wait. well, like I feel like if I heard workout split and I wasn't, if you're just working, starting out, I'd be yeah. like, what the heck like, is that? What the heck is going it's on? It's literally just like your plan and routine for what muscles you're going to train on what day. Yep, that's all. Period. Workout split. That's so, what's your workout a really split? good way to explain that? Um, so yeah, so workout splits. So it is important again. If I know our first uh, fitness podcast, which is actually our most popular podcast that we've had so far which is awesome. Um, we kind of alluded to having a plan, having a structure for how you're going to approach your workout. So that way you can be efficient. You can get in there and get out. You're not wasting a bunch of time in the gym. And a, a workout split is just a way to structure your workout and your program. Um, and uh, I used to kind of be, when I first started, like super, there's only one way that you should do, you know, you should work out and do a workout split. Um, and I was so hung up on that for some reason. Like, I just thought there was only one way of doing it. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of people in the fitness industry that are like, like that. Like we're this not, is the best way we're to obviously do it. not in the fitness industry, but we consume a lot of that. So I feel like there's a lot of people online that are like, like this, this is, is the best the, way to train. This is the only way. Yeah. This is the most optimal way to and train. And that's out in 2023. We're not, we're not doing that. We're not shaming yeah. people. Movement is movement. Yeah. And, um, so there's not one training split that is best. The best thing to do is to make sure that you're constantly rotating your, your training splits. Um, so my first one, for example, with how my last workout program was structured was, uh, it was upper body Monday, lower body Wednesday, upper body again on Friday. Um, but of course the two upper body days were, uh, like emphasis on different things. So, you know, upper body on Monday would be like more of like a chest emphasis. Uh, and then maybe upper body on Friday was more of emphasis on my back. So, um, although it was both upper body and you're still training your full upper body, uh, it has emphasis on different things, uh, with both of those days. So that's how that was. And then I, I would do that for four weeks. And then my next phase two was more of a strength phase and it was like full body on Monday, full body on Friday. And then Wednesday was abs. Mm -hmm. So still just three days a week, but again, changing it up. And then it was more strength correlated. So it was more like different compound exercises that are a little more aggressive, like hang clean to overhead presses and really kind of staying in more of those heavier compound movements. Then after that, it went to just a push pull legs split and that was like phase three Mm. with more supersets and stuff involved. So that was kind of how program I just did. It was more so built out. Mm -hmm. Um, but my favorite one of all time of training splits is your classic push pull leg split. Do you want to talk about push pull leg split? Sure. Okay. Do you want to explain it or do you want me to explain it? I mean, I can explain it. I don't, uh, I guess, no, I do do this. <laughs> do do. Oh, that was, that was bad. That was disgusting. Anyways, I'm a child. 
<laughs> okay, so push. So your push movements are going to be training your shoulders, your chest, and your triceps. Mm-hmm. And they're called push movements because think about if you're doing any exercise, like you're pushing. So like shoulder press, you're pushing. Tricep, like push downs, right? Like so you're pushing. Chest, you're pushing, okay? Yep. And then your pull is going to be your pulling movements. So yep. you're pulling biceps, bicep curls, you're pulling and back you're pulling. Okay. So back and biceps pulling chest, shoulders, triceps push. Okay. So that's the push pull split. And mm-hmm. then, um, then you have legs. So with legs, you know, you have your quads. Yeah. You're just training all your legs basically. <laughs> yeah. Your quads, you're not really separating your ham- those out. Well, I like separating them out because certain movements, I mean, yeah. you, you need to know what like exercises target what part what muscle yeah i know? agree so you have your quads your hamstrings and your glutes mm-hmm. but i mean like in the split you're not like splitting out your legs you're just training all your legs but the yeah. benefit of that workout style is you're using muscles that naturally work together you're using them together so for example when you're doing a bench press you're training your chest you're training your triceps and you're also training your front delts so all three of those muscle groups are working together to perform that lift. And then with your back, you know, for example, if you're doing a row of some type, you know, you're, you're of course, you're training your back and also your biceps are the secondary muscle group that you're using to create that movement. So uh, it's a great workout split because, again, you are training these muscles that naturally work together and together, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what uh, my current workout split is. I do, um, I'm doing like the Alive app with Whitney Simmons. Mm-hmm. You should check it out. Um, but so I do push, I do pull, and then I do two leg days. And then my fifth day is a full body day. That's what I'm doing right now. And it's honestly, yeah. if I get the full body day and I get it in, if I don't, I don't, but I stick to at least those four days. So I'm actually going to do full body today after we record this. Yep. Yep. So that's a good um, one, push-pull legs. Uh, That's my favorite personally. Uh, It's a good one to start, but there's so many different ways you can go about it. Again, I gave you three other separate ones that was in my program. Uh, But you can do, you know, something like chest and back on um, Monday um, and then maybe legs and then biceps, triceps, and then take a break and then shoulders. Um, So you can structure your workout routine however um, is best. Like that one's really good because... Um, like you're doing a pushing movement and then you're following that up with a pulling movement, which is like the exact opposite movements mm-hmm. of what you were doing, which is, um, just kind of a benefit to training in that way. But the biggest, most important thing is, is that again, keep in mind your body does adapt to these things, uh, pretty quick and you don't want to plateau. So the, the key is about every four to six weeks, if you're just used to training this one way, you should definitely switch it up for another four to six weeks. And do a different training split. That's interesting. Mine, um, my current program is 10 weeks. Yeah. But then I just do programs that are the same, like a similar, I would not say the same split, but like a similar split. Yeah. But yeah, I think that is important to like switch it up, but then also don't switch it up too soon. (laughs) Um, And then also, I mean, I think the most important thing is like, it's like exciting to you or it's fun or you actually Mm -hmm. enjoy it. Because if you are a person like 
like for me, I, I feel like I need, I, I want the gym to be a part of like my daily like thing if I can. So that's why I try to go five days a week, four to five days a week. And that's why I split it up how I do. But like some people, they could do like full body, like three days a week. I think that's awesome. If you're just starting out, that is like mm-hmm. a really great choice. Oh yeah. That's a great, yeah, actually that's, that's great in terms of how to choose your workout split. Um, a big, you know, determining factor of how to choose your workout split is, uh, like how much time can you allot to the gym? Mm -hmm. So you just said that, which brought up that really great point. Like, you know, for example, if you cannot go to the gym five days a week, don't choose a workout split. That's going to be congruent with that. If you can't go five days a week, your workout split shouldn't be chest Monday, back Tuesday, legs Wednesday, you know, biceps, triceps, Thursday, Friday, shoulders. That's not going to work for you. You can't make it to the gym five days a week. So you got to choose a workout split that works between you. If you can only go to the gym, you know, for me, like I only like to go to the gym three days a week. That's what works for me. I like having Tuesdays and Thursdays as a break. Um, and that's what I enjoy. It keeps me consistent. Um, so again, push pull legs works real well for me because I can, you know, get all my work in, get all my, you know, muscles trained uh, within three days. If it's only two days for you, do full body Monday, full body Friday. And then, you know, maybe Wednesday you can do some kind of active um, cardio or something along those lines uh, to mix in there. But um, you got to choose your split based on how often you can go to the gym. For sure. And how often like you prefer going to the gym. Yeah. So and I think like you added something in there that's important. You said that you could add like a Wednesday in there for like active rest day. So like cardio or something. Yeah. Um, this like, again, we're specifically talking about, um, lifting weights because that's what we enjoy and that's what we like that's to what do. We do. Yeah. But you could like, I mean, get creative with it. Like if you want to do yoga on Mondays and then f- train full body on Wednesdays and then swim on Fridays, I don't know who's swimming. Well, I mean, I guess if you have access to, if you have access to that, you might want to do that. Are you just assuming everybody has a pool? I mean, you could go to like the community center and like do laps <laughs> or something. It's not my thing, but hey, if wow. you might want to do just that. assume everybody has a pool. Um, but okay. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> like I, I don't know. I just make it like how you want to move your body, I guess. But this is just what we, we like to do. So. Yeah, because I used to do um, uh, like in the second phase when I was and I would do like more of like a full body, full body uh, Monday and Friday. And then Wednesday, like I would do yoga. I'd pour some yoga in there. Some pour some yoga in there. You just pour some yoga. <laughs> yeah, in just there. pour some yoga right in there. I just said yoga. Uh, and I it think was I just awesome. Said yogurt. Like yoga is actually awesome. Like I want to oh start. Oh my gosh, it really is, and it's so hard. Like it's so much harder. Like because yeah. I originally thought it wouldn't be that difficult, but oh my gosh, it is so hard. I did not have the strength for yoga. <laughs> I know. I want to start um, adding some of that in because. I've only done, I've like followed like YouTube videos for yoga at home, which is pretty nice. Um, but I've only done it like with an instructor once. And that's when I did goat yoga with my friends Mm -hmm. and it was so fun. I mean, there was also goats there, so that was awesome, but it's, it's so Zen. Like it just relaxes you so much. It's very mindful. Oh, that's what I need more of in twenty. It's good, and you just get a nice, good stretch too, which is awesome. And it takes a lot of muscle. Like I feel it like does. It takes a lot of strength. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, yoga's tough. I would love to do like hot yoga one of these times. Yeah, me Be too. Be to that experience. That's hot. Like mm-hmm. Paris Hilton. Yeah. Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's some gym Paris, splits and I could Paris, probably... Paris Hilton? Is that... I don't know. Am I thinking... I don't know what I'm even I don't saying. even know what you're talking about. All right, but anyways... All but yeah, that's workout splits and we could probably do like a whole podcast just on different workout splits. Uh, but find one that works for you within your schedule and what your goals are. Um, and then, of course, when you get into the gym, you got to have some etiquette. Mm-hmm. Because there's some people that come to our gym that do not have gym etiquette. And I complained about it one time to the office and they didn't do anything about it, but... I was wow. kind of frustrated. I was at, I was a full-on Karen for a minute. Spicy, spicy. I was a full-on Karen because gym etiquette number one, let's just go ahead and throw this one out here. Re-rack your weights when you're done with them. Re-rack Put your, your dumbbells weights. back on the thing when you're done with them, yes. please. If you're using okay. any equipment, put it back where I don't want to clean it. up after you in your gym. You're an adult. <laughs> clean up after yourself. Okay. That's aggressive. Well, it's the truth because I used to go... Um, cause I used to work out like over lunchtime and every day I would go down there literally every single day they would leave, someone would leave weight on the barbell every single day. And so every time I'd go down there, I'd have to take the weight off the barbell that they left on there. And I got so frustrated. <laughs> like, and then finally like three or four weeks of that happening, I was like, I went upstairs and I was like, hey, can we get a sign that says, like, please re-rack your weights when you are done with them? Uh, um, because I'm tired of cleaning up after this person. Yeah, fair enough. And then on that, if you're putting your dumbbells away, um, <clears throat> this might just be a me thing. I don't really know if this is, like, a thing, but please put them in order. Yes. Because we don't I do want... that a lot, too. We don't want the five-pound dumbbells, like, in between the 20s and the 25s, like, just... Maybe that's just something that bothers me or like certain people, but just put them in order. Yes. You know, just treat, treat, treat the gym with respect, you know? Yeah. Just clean up, whatever. Yeah. Put it back how you found it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. Because we're all using the same thing, so. I know. So actually recently, um, (laughs) there was some plates left on the barbell, um, a couple of days in a row. And then this, um, guy would come in. And he would be using it, but I would be using something else. But it wasn't me that left the. There were 25 pound plates too. So, I mean, it, it definitely looks like I was a culprit. And I'm the only other person in our gym. And like, he like had to un, unrack them or whatever. And I was so embarrassed. It, it wasn't even my fault, but like, I didn't want him to think that it was me. And I mm-hmm. remember he would, he, one day he was like, Oh, are you using this? And I was like, No. I didn't use that today. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm also not the one that's leaving their weights on there. Just so you know, like he was like, yeah, it's not really good gym etiquette. And I was like, no, I I, I just want to let you know that I don't think it is either. Yeah, it like, wasn't me. I swear. And then I had like embarrassment, and I'm like, why do I feel embarrassed? I didn't do that, but he maybe thinks I did that. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be that person, okay? For sure. Just put your weights back exactly where they were before. Rack them up for the next person. For sure. So some more gym etiquette tips. Um, another one is don't stand and, well, don't stand or like linger in front of the dumbbell rack and also don't like work out right in front of it. 
to where like you would be in the way if someone needed to grab a different set of dumbbells that you would be in the way and mm -hmm. also don't like collect all the dumbbells. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> I That's just really thought of that point. one because I totally used to do that because I would do like drop sets to where I would do like 15 pounds for something to 10 pounds to burning out with five pounds. Mm -hmm. And so I would just set them all down. But I would just kind of like hog them. Yeah. Which is a great strategy, but just make sure if you're going to do that, like if, if the gym's it's a, not crowded. Yeah. If the gym's crowded, obviously don't do that. Uh, yeah. You don't want to be that person that has like four or five sets of dumbbells over right next to you. Exactly. <laughs> it's all about growth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, which all this stuff, like it sounds like so like common sense, but I promise you like any gym that you go to, people do this stuff and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't can't believe that they're doing that yeah so it sounds super common but sometimes common sense ain't so common yeah and then another thing is don't stand in front okay so people like to watch themselves work out if you didn't know this that's why they have the big mirrors it's motivating yeah whatever don't well there's some benefits to watching yourself work out but oh yeah i love no i'm not saying it's bad i love to watch myself work out oh. um yeah. in fact i'm a person that gets angry if someone stands in front of me in front of my view of myself if there's like more room now if it's like a really crowded gym and you accidentally got in the way and like everyone's just trying to work out it's not that big of a deal but if like me and one other person is only in the gym and then you stand right in front of me right like move the bench over so that i can watch myself like yeah exactly are you, what are you doing yeah yeah but yeah actually and like weird, don't but. don't feel weird about watching yourself work out because uh, there is a lot of benefits to it. Um, it. One, it can help with your mind-to-muscle connection. Uh, actually seeing yourself perform the lift, seeing the muscles that are at work when you're doing the lift. Um, it helps with your form, obviously, because you're watching yourself do the form. So you can make sure you don't have any um, unbalance or anything along those lines. So don't feel weird about like looking at yourself in the mirror to do your lifts. <laughs> like, For sure. It's totally fine. Um, there's benefits to it. Uh, next one, wipe down your station when you're done using it, please. Especially if you leave a puddle of sweat. Yes, please wipe down your station. I don't want to be, um, sitting somewhere and it's all sweaty right after you got up from it and everything. If you sweat on it, all good, man. Like you're working hard. I love it. But please just take the time to do a little pss, pss, pss. And wipe that away. Yeah, don't leave any swass. Yeah, we don't need anything. we don't need any swamp ass on any of the equipment. Swass. In the, That's what it's <laughs> called. Swass. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. left some swass on. Yeah, there. nobody wants any swass on the equipment, so make sure that you wipe it away uh, when you're done using it. So for sure. Uh, but yeah, what's and next, string? And speaking of using equipment. Um, this is like specifically for like crowded gyms um, or like if somebody's waiting on you, even if it doesn't look like somebody's waiting on you, there might be somebody that is like low key, like look it over at that yeah, machine. They're just lurking on. at you from the treadmill. Like <laughs> as soon as they make a meal, <laughs> as soon as they make a move, I'm going to jump on that leg extension machine. Yeah. Um, if, if it doesn't look like somebody is like wanting to use that machine, there probably is somebody that is going to want to use that machine. So just, I don't know, just don't like, you can like do your rest time, whatever, but like, don't just sit there and get distracted on your phone. And then all of a sudden your rest time is now like four or five minutes. 
Yeah. It's just kind of rude whenever there's like people waiting. Mm-hmm. And even if it doesn't look like there's people waiting, there's probably someone that's like, oh, that's in my whatever. And that person's been on there for whatever, you know. Yeah. So. Because that is very frustrating in Crowded Gym. Because I know when we used to go to Planet Fitness, that was the thing. Like, there would literally be guys doing bench press for four hours at the gym. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> why are you doing bench press this long? Like, I don't understand. Like, you've done it. Like, you, you got it done. Like, why are you there still? <laughs> yeah, and that kind of goes into, like, specifically with barbells, if there's not very many in your gym. Like, we only have one. Just kind of be mindful if there's, like, more people in there and... I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of obvious if a person like wants to use it or normally they'll just ask. Yeah. Um, you know, just know that that's be not, that. that's not bad gym etiquette either. Cause I see a lot of videos, um, where like people do that. And then like somebody will like go on, go off on them for asking them like how many sets they have left. Like that's totally common. Like that's gym etiquette. Like that's, that's being respectful and also like, letting them know like hey like i want to use this equipment you know how many more sets do you have um that's totally fine to ask oh like, yeah i agree that's total gym etiquette i've just seen like a couple of videos where like you know somebody would go up and be like oh hey like how many sets you have and then they would like be snarky with them back like yeah. oh i just got started working on it or um oh, i'll be done when i get done or whatever like no like it's it's gym etiquette to ask how many sets that's totally yeah because like that other person like if you only have one set left and they know that you're going to only be on it for like two, three more minutes, then they might, you know, wait around, wait around do yeah. some, do some stretching or something while they're waiting versus like completely change up what they were going to do and go to something else. Yeah. And then sometimes people will like ask you to like work in, which basically just means like you guys take turns using it. Um, this, this works really well if you, if you're doing the same exercise and gym lifting. friends, huh? you can make gym friends. Yeah. No, I, I made a gym friend. Yeah. Tree yeah. makes gym friends all the time. Yeah. So not all the time. <laughs> but anyways, um, so yeah, that's that's part of it. But on the topic of talking to people at the gym, do not interrupt somebody in the middle of their set. I don't I don't think that people do this all the time because I feel like people should know like if you're in the middle of actively in the middle of like working out but what i do think people do is like make small talk for too long <laughs> yeah like i mean unless you like know that person and you're like old friends and you haven't seen each other in forever i mean i feel like there's like exceptions but don't like make small talk for too long in between sets because it's like most people just kind of want to work out like now yeah. my rest time is like four minutes and all of a sudden I'm unmotivated and it kind of threw me off in my workout. So like, let's just not like, yep. you know, wait till, wait till you guys are both like walk, walking out and you're done or they're walking out to like talk, try to talk to them for a long time. Yeah. Which back in the day, and I'm not super proud of being this way. Cause looking back, like I was kind of really rude about it, but like, that's exactly why I did not want to work out with friends or I didn't want people to come with me to the gym because I was definitely more focused on like, okay, I'm try- I'm here to get a workout in. I'm not here to like talk and, you know, all this stuff. Like I'm here to work out. So that's why, you know, I used to really be strict about like I only work out alone, which I still, well, you and I went and worked out together on Friday. 
Yeah, but, I love working out with Chase. Yeah, but usually I, I do, besides you and I going together, um, I typically prefer to work out alone for that reason because, like, I'm not, I'm just there to get my work done and, and get out. I don't want to talk and get anything. So uh, just be respectful of, you know, other people. Obviously, like, if I see somebody I know at the gym, I might throw them a little fist bump. Boom, what's up? And then that's it. That's that's all there is because I'm not trying to bug anybody. They're getting their work in. They're doing their thing. Let them do their thing. Yeah, exactly. And I think that I like working out by myself too, but I love going to gym with you. It's just like fun. Mm -hmm. But I also think that there's like some benefits to going with people. Um, I don't know, just to switch it up sometimes. I'm always going alone, honestly. But um, like I went with um, Lauren the week and we were visiting them, my mm-hmm. friend, and it was so fun. Yeah. But it's also a different vibe when you go with someone. Like when I go with someone, I'm not trying to like push myself to like, you know, PR and everything. Like it's just not the vibe. I'm trying to get a little pump in. I'm trying to have a good time. I'm trying to do fun exercises, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's just a different vibe. There's definitely some perks to having somebody go with you because I know like it can be like you can motivate each other or you can, you know, push each other a little bit harder because sometimes it can be hard to like push yourself when it's just you by yourself. So that is one of the benefits that I do miss about going with people every now and then is like, you know, they'll be spotting you and they're like, you got one more in you. It's not the mountain. It's how you climb it. And glaciers and lions and i'm like oh my god yeah you're right and then i'll do like four or five more reps yeah. you know there you go because i get fired up when they start talking about glaciers and lions and um but when you're by yourself you know you can't really like i don't know like you're just gonna yeah. talk to yourself about glaciers and lions and mountains and stuff yeah it's probably not the same no it's just not the same it's not gonna keep you fired up so there's some perks to that too but you know remember hey track them rest times okay Put that stopwatch on, hit it, and then as soon as it comes out of time, you're hitting your next set or one right after the other because it usually works out better that way anyways. Okay. All right. Well, um, are we ready to kind of wrap this thing up? Yeah, we probably should. Okay. It's about that time. It's about In a minute. Um, me, new no. way we're going to wrap things up. We're going to have some challenges this for you all every week along with ourselves. We're also challenging ourselves. For sure. Mm-hmm. Before we do that, though, can we, do you have any, did you come up with any embarrassing gym stories? Oh, no. Yeah, you didn't. I'm sorry. That's okay. We were thinking about that would be like a fun segment, but neither Maybe one of us. Maybe we can like, like save that. Yeah. Do you want to like save that? Like you've never like accidentally tooted or anything in the gym? No. Like you're trying to squat some heavy weight? No, not that I can remember. No? Hmm. Nope. Dang. Never slip and fell? Not that I can okay, remember. Okay, here's one. Have okay. you ever like went and checked into the gym and then the person behind the counter is like, have a good workout and you're like, you too. Oh, <laughs> that's specific and I feel like that has probably happened to you. Yeah, it has okay. happened to me <laughs> multiple times and then you just feel like I've a total probably, loser. You're I've like, probably done, yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh my gosh, get me out of this gym right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've probably done a lot of embarrassing things, but for some reason, I just can't think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know. I mean, I've had I've had like some cringy interactions on accident. Like there was one guy that I kind of made friends with at the gym <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> and uh, and I'll just see him in there every once in a while. So 
Um, like I'll strike up a conversation or whatever and keep it short. And then, uh, one time, like, uh, I hadn't seen him in the gym for a while. And so like next time, we, uh, we were in there, I was like, Oh, Hey, what's going on, man? Like, how you doing? And stuff. And we were talking and I was like, yeah, like I missed you in the gym. And he just kind of like looked at me. He's like, okay, like that's a weird thing. But like what I was meaning I was like, the gym. yeah, I wouldn't mean like I missed him. I was meaning like I started working out at a different time than he did. So like I just had missed him. Like, you know, probably in the gym. You see what I'm saying? Oh, like, I just like missed him. We've like, been missing each other. That like, would sound weird, too. We've been missing each other in the gym. Yeah, like, yeah. But when I said it, it kind of, like, came out like, I missed you. Like, missed you, bro. Like, missed I missed you. you. <laughs> but, like, this isn't, but like, I was a close like, friend or anything. Like, this is just I was like probably working out at one, and then, like, he just left at noon. Like, I just missed him. And that's kind of what, <laughs> what I was trying to say. And it came out real weird, and, like, the conversation just kind of stopped. And I was yeah. like okay, um, I'm just going to go over here and curl up in a little ball. and This haunts Chase. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while I'll think about that, which usually I'm pretty good. Like I can come up with something witty like right after it, but just like nothing hit me at all. And I was like, oh, that came out so weird. Like, I don't know. But anyways. Hey, still it, we've all been there. And if you are laying down trying to go to sleep in the middle of the night and – yeah, you think you, of like that one cringy thing you did back in 2006 or something. You're just like, know you're not alone. Yeah. And everyone does remember. So. Yeah. Yep. Everyone does remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what is our challenge that we're going to leave people with today? So our challenge is, is well, you came up with this one, but uh, it's going to be to move your body in a different way this week. Yeah. Do you so want to explain what you're, you're meaning? Yeah. So if you're used to moving your body, if you're used to moving your body through cardio, try some weightlifting, try some stretching, try some yoga. If you're used to walking indoors, try walking outdoors. If you're used to like me, you're looking at me crazy. If you're used to like me lifting weights, what I want to do this week is I want to try like stretching really good one night for like 15 minutes or something. There you go. Like something super simple. Like it's not that deep. But like, I don't know, just try to move your body in a different way. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Do you want to move do some body? karate classes? Yeah, do some taekwondo, go do some jujitsu, something like that. Um, no, but I like Dancing. that challenge. And Trina and I are both going to take this challenge on as well this week. Um, so, and we're both going to do that. Maybe we'll do some yoga together or something this oh, week. That would be fun. You yeah. Do that? Yeah, we're going to do that. So that's what we're going to do. So we're going to accept this challenge ourselves and we'll talk about it on our next podcast just so we can hold each other accountable. Yeah. Of course. Um, we want to have a challenge after every episode mm-hmm. kind of related to like the topic that we're talking about. So like this one is fitness, obviously. Um, last week would have been like a, some sort of like finance challenge, but super, something super simple, like that doesn't require like a lot of effort or thought, just a fun little, you know, something to make your week a little spicy. Yeah. Make it a little (laughs) spicy. And of course, if you haven't already, uh, please go rate the podcast. If you could throw a little five star on there, write us a review if you can, that just helps us to grow. And of course we always love, and we appreciate the support. Uh, make sure to, if you haven't either, follow us on Instagram to keep up with any updates. Um, and also on TikTok as well, if you would. You can watch shorts and clips that we put out there on there. And um, YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we have YouTube now, too. So if you want to watch the podcast, if that's how you prefer, 
um, then you can watch us now on the YouTube. Yeah, if you want to see my um, facial expressions. Yeah, if you like facial (laughs) expressions and stuff like that, check us out on YouTube. So, um, and again, like always, we appreciate the love and support. If you have some friends out there that might be looking to get in the gym, maybe share this podcast with them. That would be a great idea so they can get their fitness started off right. And next week, we are going to be talking about relationship stuff. Are we? Yep. That's the cycle. All right. Health, relationships, finance, repeat. Mm. Remember? Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, we'll yep. talk about it. So, um, <laughs> at least as for right now, we're going to be talking about relationship stuff next week. And, of course, uh, if you have any topics or anything that you'd like to hear us talk about, please let us know. Uh, shoot us a message. Shoot us a DM. Let us know some topics that you would like to hear us chat about. And until then, we'll catch you next time. Peace out. Bye.